We should not be conforming to what's popular. We should not be conforming to pressures of social media. We always just like walk away from God, but he's just chasing after us and he, he won't force a relationship with you. If I would have brought it to the light right away, um, it would have left me with so much less hurt than, than yeah. what um, I experienced. Constantly influencing people and people influencing us. As you grow as a Christian, your convictions are going to be evolving as well. To the Freedom Podcast, and we are really excited today to have two special guests and uh, this is the first time Alexis and I have actually had guests together. And uh, so we are very, very thrilled to have my boyfriend, Jake. Yo, yo, yo. And Lexi's brother, Dom. And today we are going to be talking about dating. So that was actually probably, I don't know, Lexi, was that one of our more popular episodes? Yeah. So we had two episodes on dating. It was funny because one was right before you guys were dating and then one was closely after. So, um, but yeah, best episodes. I mean, I think people are more single now than ever, like in their later years, I guess, like going into their thirties. So this is like such a relevant topic. Um, and then also there's not a lot of podcasts to talk about like Christian dating and Mm -hmm. how to pursue a relationship, a godly relationship. Um, and yeah, that's like super important. So yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think too, I've noticed just a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. Um, especially once I, I think was more outspoken about my Christian faith and my walk with the Lord. And it was like, how do you date when you're a Christian? And it's like, man, yeah. it took me a while to figure out. But I think too, I've just noticed a lot of questions, um, especially with the quarantine and just like, okay, now that you are dating someone, like how is that different than maybe how you were previously when you weren't seeking the Lord and you weren't dating in a in a way that was focused on God, you know, first and foremost. And so um, Lexi and I, we chatted about this and we we're like, it would be so cool to have yeah. two awesome Christian guys that we both love <laughs> on the podcast and get their perspective and their um, just input. Because I found when I was first seeking like, oh my gosh, what does it mean to have a Christian relationship? I found podcasts and YouTube and mm-hmm. interviews to be yeah. very mm-hmm. encouraging and helpful to know like, oh, there are people out there who are seeking God in their relationships. And like, what does that look like? And I remember one of my favorites, her name's Ashley Empowers. I don't know if you got, if Lexi, if you've heard of her, but I feel like I have podcasts. her and her husband do a ton of YouTube and, and just podcasts and they would interview Christian couples. And I was like, this is amazing. And so I think it, but it's so unusual. So I think it's very encouraging for listeners, especially if they feel a little bit isolated. Yeah. Yeah. Especially right now. So yeah, I think think this is going to be a good one guys. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So go ahead, Jake, introduce yourself and then we'll have Dom introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you and uh, yeah, we'll get, we'll get rocking. Yeah, what's up, guys? Um, I think, first of all, I just want to say, yeah, it's in this dating culture right now, um, in in the world, in the society, uh, it's perceived to be, like, we're getting a lot of pressure from people to kind of date a certain way with this, like, hypersexual culture we're in and just uh, society in general. And it's, this is good. This is a good podcast episode and what you guys are doing because it lets people know kind of we can we can help people with the rules and how to navigate that from a Christian standpoint mm-hmm. in this culture that we're in. So. Yeah, I'm excited. I think this is going to be a good one. But uh, a little bit about me. So I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, actually, STL Mo. Uh, 
I was, uh, I've moved to Columbus, Ohio about five years ago and tw in 2016. And I was, uh, I was leading a secular life back then. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't raised in the church. I had no idea, uh, what's, you know, Christianity was, I knew Jesus Christ was, but that was about it. I remember going to my first like Bible study and asking like, who's Peter? Like, who's Paul? Like I, I had zero clue. Um, so I was exposed first to, uh, Christianity here by a group of guys that uh, really took me under their wing. Uh, they do deal a lot with like discipleship principles and uh, they're part of a ministry. It's called the navigators. They do a lot of work on like, military bases and things like that with younger men. So I've been really uh, learning a lot from them on what it means to have a relationship with Christ and um, just kind of how to be in the word, how to have a quiet time, how to have an intimate relationship with Christ and not just look at it from a religious standpoint. So, um, you know, I, I owe a lot of a lot to these guys, uh, really good fellowship with them. And um, yeah, I've just been on that journey. I got baptized December 1st, 2019. So I'm a fairly new Christian. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. So now, yeah, Katie and I, if you want to hear that story about how we met. <laughs> yeah, went, uh, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Or, yeah, Dom, how about you do a little intro? All right. So. My background is a little opposite of Jake's. So basically, I you know grew up in the church. Um, our parents served in ministry. We had a men's group at my house every week. Um, so I had always been, um, you know, taught from a Christian perspective on how I should date and how I should do things. But then college happened, and I got to have an opportunity to do whatever I wanted. And you know, being young and dumb, you want to be rebellious, and that's what I did. I just definitely. Um, just dated from a more secular perspective um, and, you know, essentially just wanted to gratify my flesh um, versus thinking about how I should be doing things from a, a Christian perspective. And that was something that um, I can definitely say was, um, you know, a good part of my growth is because I got to learn how to do it the right way. And when I walked away and came back, I was able to see, you know, the error of my ways. Yeah. yeah, I'd say my journey kind of mirrors that a little bit more closely for sure. Like grew up in the church and um, but then went had a period of time where I for sure was not doing things in in the right way and, and kind of um, more so just like, why should I follow that rule? And yeah. just I want to do my own thing and yeah. be my own God, essentially. So, yeah. yeah, well, I guess given a little summary of how we met. So I was perpetually single for uh, probably three years and just was, I, I just felt like God was telling me like, you won't meet your husband like online or like the person you're, that you're going to be in a long-term relationship or like someone that you're, the next relationship you're going to be in. Like, I just felt like God was like, get off the apps, get off the date. Cause that's so common nowadays, which we can dive a little bit into yeah, that in this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, it's almost like this, there's always something better out there mentality. And I got so frustrated and um, just in, in dating in general and, and um, just kind of was in this period of my life where I finally was like, you know what, if God calls me to singleness for the rest of my life, like I'm okay with that. And it was interesting because we did the singleness podcast or like did that podcast. And then we met actually shortly thereafter at, at the <laughs> Funny, like literally so funny. <laughs> it was like two weeks later. So. Yeah, it was super close because you called me 
and told me about Jake. And I'm like dying because I'm like, we just did this single alone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, how dare you? You're right. <laughs> I'm gonna cancel you now. <laughs> You're like unfollow. <laughs> right. So I'm dying, but oh, got yeah. a really great sense of humor because that podcast was actually the most popular one that we've had to date, and I think it has helped wow. a lot of people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, sorry. No. Yeah. It's just interesting, the timing. And I think God definitely has a sense of humor because yeah. it was literally, I did that podcast. And then I was on another podcast um, with Humble Daily and it was literally the entire podcast. Well, not entire, but like half of it was talking about my singleness and I had never gotten that like in depth with that. So it was just interesting. Yeah. So, and that was a really good podcast too. I listened to thank it. Thank you. Yeah. That was probably one of all of his. Yeah. Oh, all of he's his great awesome. Across, like, I'm always, I, any show that you're on, I always listen to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shout shout out though to Humble Daily because they yeah. have a great ministry going and they um, they're just, yeah, Quinn, the, one of the guys that's involved with Humble Daily, he's amazing and just yeah. such a godly guy. To, and anyways, so then we had seen each other at the gym for a while and one of our mutual friends invited me to a Bible study and I thought Jake was like super cute. I had seen him at the gym and- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the eye oh, test. Feeling. I, I thought she was smoking too. <laughs> so um, actually, and it's hilarious because probably a week before we were introduced to each other, I remember seeing him there at the gym in like two squat racks down. And I was like, oh, I was like, he's super cute. But then, of course, you know, admittedly, I was judgmental and I was like, there's no way he's a Christian. I just like <laughs> He's like, total bro, just gym bro. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, yeah. it's understandable. So <laughs> I was like, there's no way because I've been so disappointed with like guys that I've met in the fitness industry in general. It just has yeah. never been a godly relationship or mm -hmm. um, intentional in the dating relationship. And yeah. so then it was literally a week later, my friend said, hey, do you want to come to this Bible study that one of my friends from the gym is at? And I said, sure. Who is this guy? And then she said his name. And I was like, I have no idea who that is. And then she pulled up his Instagram. And I was like, oh, I know who that is. <laughs> she actually walked up to me at the gym at first. And it was funny because I was actually doing scripture memory. On, I was doing scripture memory on like post-it notes. And she's like, what was your reaction to that? Well, I... I So I knew who he was and I was going to go to the Bible study the next yeah. day. And so at the gym, I saw him and I was like, I have to say something. I was like, I'm yeah. not I, like, I have to say something. Yeah. And so just, you know, being me kind of just like taking it by the reins, I was like, I'm going to go up to him. So, um, so I walked up to him. And I was like, Hey, and then I think, yeah, it was that day we got talking. And then all of a sudden he pulls these like note cards out of his pocket. He's like, well, actually I'm having Tim, one of our mutual friends that he works out with do scripture memory, like quiz him on scripture memory. And I looked at him and I was like, was that a ploy? Yeah. <laughs> Who set you up? <laughs> yeah. I was like, there's no way. Yeah. And I was like, what's your intention? And I just remember looking at him like, I'm very confused. Like I've never someone who does that like ever in my life, even guys that go to church. Like I've never even heard of someone doing scripture memory at the gym. Like that's just like unheard of. So then from there we went to the, I think it well, was like she the asked next me day. my last oh. name and I said church and she was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. So for the listeners that don't know his last name's church and like church. Yep. Yeah. And I remember I was like, 
So your last name's Church, and you're doing scripture memory, and I've seen you at the gym. Wait, and you're going to a Bible study? Like, I just was like, <laughs> I was like, is this like the devil trying to like, like I don't know, make me fall in love or something and just like be perceived? Yeah. So, so that was pretty funny. And then we just like hit it off and um, went to the Bible study and then had our first date probably within like a week and a half. Yeah, I think it's important to note that we were able to kind of observe each other in social settings, like a Bible study or at the gym, and kind of look at each other's character over time before we decided to actually like be intentional and go on a date. Um, yeah, that probably can lead us into one of our first questions. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, because I was like, I need to see this guy in a group setting. So I think a lot of times, one of the dangers of online dating, it's not. You know, online dating is a tool and it definitely is a tool to meet people and it's not a bad thing at all. But a lot of times you meet complete strangers and you don't know. They could just be putting on a complete facade. I mean, we know how individuals put on facades for Instagram, for social media. A lot of times what you see on the Internet is not reflective of their character. So I'd say probably a really good thing, at least for me too, just having a lot of my life on the Internet, I'm always very gun shy. Like I'm like, okay, is this person, um, who they say they are? Because I've just in, as you know, on online, you are, can be very easily deceived. Yeah. Yeah, And I've had that happen quite a few times and I'm like, you know, just, okay, I don't know who you are. I can't like, I don't, what's going on. So I think just God really worked in a great way. I mean, looking back, I'm like, that was perfect to be able to be in a group setting, have mutual friends and get to know each other in group settings as well, which I think is telling how, how do, how does the person you're dating treat other people? How do they treat other mutual friends? Are they respectful, et cetera? So that is so um, true. Yeah. And it's funny because I, sorry, quick note. I always have people ask me like, because I've been single for a million years. Um, I always have people ask me like, Oh, like you don't do like online dating. I haven't done online dating. Like probably at least six years. Like, like when I was early out of college, I was like, I, you like, you no longer meet people cause you're no longer in college. So it's like, you know, um, but it creeps me out. Like not knowing, like you don't have a mutual friend or like someone like, I just, I don't like that because you don't know people like just, you know, people need to be careful on the internet <laughs> well, for sure. In Christian dating, it's, it's important to go to the right spot. Yes. Christian men. yes. Because if you go to the beach and try to find a snowboard, you're probably not going to come <laughs> exactly. up. Exactly. Exactly. Like, no, you know, so you're true. Try, you're trying to yeah. find a Christian guy at like a bar or online. I mean, you not might, like, but your, your, your chances, your percentage is getting smaller. Yeah. So, I mean, I would yeah. just encourage anyone if they're trying to find someone who would, uh, who's on a pursuit of a relationship with Jesus to find someone at church and not just find someone at church, but get involved in your church and yeah. uh, join a community group. That's funny because it was pretty opposite for me. So, you know, with running the gym, I, you know, I'm at work like 12 hours or so each day. And then I'm not really doing anything at night. I don't really do much on the weekends. So like my only real option was to do online dating. But um, the thing that I learned really pretty quick is that like everybody puts, you know, Christian or whatever on their profile, but you really have to find out like what that means to them because I met many people on there that, you know, we talked for two seconds and learned a little bit about them and that was kind of it. And, you know, that's why, 
you know, I kind of created like some type of way that I like wanted to get to know somebody. So I'd always like ask them out, talk to them first. And then like, you know, you guys are the fitness industry too. Like I always invite them to come work out because if they can't fit in with that part of my life, when it is such a huge part of my life, then it's probably not going to work out too well. Oh no. And I think too, it's, it's important to, like you said, you can definitely, you can use really any sort of way to meet a Christian, but it's just about approaching it in the right way too. Um, Cause I think a lot of times I've seen with some of my Christian girlfriends who are online and trust me, I've done this too, where I'm like, Oh, well, I'll go out with him because he's, he seems nice, even though he doesn't say he's a Christian. And then you kind of end up, then you think he's cute. And then you kind of get this emotional attachment. And then next thing you know, you're like doing things you don't want to do because, you know, you're crossing physical boundaries or whatever it may be because, you know, you just, it's like a slippery slope. And so I think like initially just making sure that you're, like you said, Dom, like there's certain things like, okay, we need to make sure, first of all, that we're aligned on what actually like a Christian walk looks like, as opposed to just like saying, oh, I'm a Christian. It's like kind of the same thing of like, oh yeah, I work out. Well, what does that mean? I mean, (laughs) there's so many ways you can work out. Like, are you actually like taking it seriously? Are you just kind of going in the gym and socializing? Like there's a big difference between those two types of gym goers, you know? And so it's kind of like with anything, what, what does it actually, what's the definition that they put behind that? And so, um, I mean, I've, seen unfortunately a lot of my girlfriends recently too and and myself in the past like you're like oh well he has potential it's like you're not you're not dating potential you're dating like are you guys running the same race and are you is he seeking the lord outside of my influence because that's something that i also got caught up in was they said they were a christian maybe they go to church with me but it was just to like impress me it wasn't their own walk And so I guess we can kind of dive into um, one of the questions is like, how did that change once you were a committed Christian? What were you looking for in a potential spouse or in a potential partner um, that maybe you weren't looking for previously when you were kind of like one foot in, one foot out Christianity or completely not walking a Christian, um, a Christian Mm -hmm. path? Like what were, what were you, what would you say were the biggest changes and what you were looking for? Yeah. Go ahead, Don. <laughs> okay. I mean, I think I think you hit the nail on the head, Katie. With uh, you know, is some a little bit of my past, I guess. When I was when I was uh, in my secular life before Christ, I mean, the biggest thing I looked for in a woman was uh, physical beauty and sexual gratification. I mean, I'll just be honest. Um, but you, that only gets you so far in a relationship. I mean, you know, I've been telling a lot of the guys that I mentors like you're going to be having less than. 0.01% of the time you spend with your, <laughs> with your girlfriend or, or not your girlfriend, but your wife having uh, actual sex. So the rest of the time is going to be the building relationship, communication, compromise, all those, all those things. Um, so uh, I didn't, I didn't know that before, obviously. And then after Christ, when I got to know the love of God and how he intends to, uh, for us to have a, like marriage or just relationship in general, the confines of that, I kind of realized that, you know, if, um, uh, if I want, if, if I want to have the, the, a healthy, good relationship with God and with Christ, then I need to find a, a girl or a wife who's going to be Jesus focused, someone who I can grow in my relationship with Christ. And so, uh, and I can help her grow in hers or she's already whole in Christ. And I, we can just kind of encourage each other along that race that Katie was talking about. 
Um, if, if you, if you um, are hoping to get in a, in a relationship or in a marriage and, and then try to convince someone or they have like what you said, potential, they say they have potential, uh, that could be dangerous because either probably two things are going to happen. You're going to be trying to drag them along and that's going to prevent your relationship with Christ to, uh, to advance, or you're, you're probably going to break away from your relationship with God. Those are the two ways it's going to go. I mean, maybe there's some anomalies out there, you guys, but I mean, it's just, you're not setting yourself up for success. Yeah. So just someone who's Jesus focused is, and pursuing a relationship with Christ is that number one criteria for me. Well, I think that's one of the things that is hard for women in general, but Christians for sure, in dating uh, potential. Like, you know, we always talk about that the women are like fixers and they want to help. And the thing is, like, for a man to be a man, he has to be seeking God on his own. And when you're looking for a husband or looking for a wife, that person has to be seeking those same things. Like you said, Katie, like you have to be running the same race. You know, like as a coach, I always think about sports. So like when I think about how a husband and wife relationship and a dating relationship that leads to that, I see a lot like a team. Like if you're playing basketball, the point guard can't be the center. The center can't be the point guard. Kobe can't be Shaq. Shaq can't be Kobe. And they both need each other to win. And I think that that is something that we have to work on our individual selves and become the best version or be working towards that and that person doing the same. That's good. Yeah, that's really true. Yeah. I think for me, like when, I mean, I don't really pursue dating actively in any type of way, but something that has changed for me as I've become more focused on my relationship with God and focused on, um, like finding a godly spouse is um uh, like a leader. And I know it's like, like, yes, men are supposed to be a leader, but in this day, leaders, but in this day and age, like that's just like not the case. So for me, when a guy can lead and he's a Christian, well, when he's a Christian and he can lead me like in that way, I'm mm-hmm. just like, yes. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You know, I was like, that is like such a major thing because I do have a little bit more of a dominant personality. So like when... <laughs> We're the same she decided this. <laughs> um, yeah, so I needed someone who was not gonna like be afraid to be like yeah, actually exactly. initiative too. Yeah. Yes, take the initiative, be a leader. And I think like when it comes, if there's guys listening to this and they're seeking Christian women, it's like, be a leader. Don't be passive because to me personally, I grew up with a very strong father figure. So a passive male, what my dad would say, a passive male is not a male. Like if you are born to be a leader, you're born to be a protector, you're supposed to guide us. And like, yes, we should have a a deep faith, but like the man is the leader. Like my dad still like leads our family in Bible studies, leads my mom in Bible studies, pushes her to grow in areas um, that she may not want to or things like that. That is what a true leader. And she does the same for him, but like the male is the lead. And as Christian women, we're called to follow and to be that helpmate. And yeah, I just wanted to make a note about that. Leadership for me is like very, very important for sure. And I think too, sometimes women can say like, well, how do I know that he's a leader? Or how, how do I know if he has those qualities and simple things like taking it, taking initiative to ask you on a date. Like, I know that sounds so baseline, but if, um, you know, if men are listening to this, like, don't be like, take initiative, ask her on a date. The worst thing she could say is just like, no, 
you know, yeah. I mean, it's not like the end of the world. No. Um, and also I think that really helps you build that that confidence too. It's like the more that you take initiative and lead, um, then the more it becomes a habit and becomes like a part of like, you'll take initiative in dating and you'll take initiative in your job. And, and so honestly, like that was the first thing that I was just like, I was like, Oh, he asked me on a date when Jake asked me out. Yeah. (laughs) Which seems silly, but it's like, yeah, it's so true. Like that's the thing that's crazy. Like it just, it doesn't happen. Like, yeah. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Freedom Podcast. That was part one of our two-part series of Ask the Guys. So make sure you tune in next week, Friday, for another episode. We'll be wrapping up this conversation. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the.freedompodcast and drop a review if you like this episode. Thanks.